What's up, guys? Welcome to the First Team Bench NFL Podcast. I'm Kainoa, and this is my co-host, Pu'u Vai. He and I are diehard football fans, and we'll be discussing and debating all things NFL. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, we're going to be discussing our AFC MVPs, and we'll wrap that up by discussing Everson Griffin's contract with Dallas and George Kittle's mm-hmm. contract with uh, San Francisco. But before we start, I got to tell you real quick. I got some heartbreaking news this past weekend. I showed my mom a picture of um, Steve Young and Brett Favre because I thought it was cool. She's like, <laughs> oh, I love the Packers. And I was like, what? Yes. yes. Uh, she's like. I love your mom even more now. She was like, well, not, not as much as San Francisco, but I still love the mm-hmm. Packers. But, you know. Go Pat, go. You know, as Arthur Miller said, you know, betrayal is the only truth that sticks. So, shout out to mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to start off with the uh, AFC North, and we're just going to get this out of the way. Okay, uh, Lamar Jackson is clearly the MVP. We won't spend yep. five minutes. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yes. That's not, yeah. yeah. Go to every ESPN channel. Okay, let's go to uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So I know you can't put Joe Burrow yet, unfortunately, but who was your MVP for uh, Cincy? But I'm going to go with Carlos Dunlap. Uh, nine oh, sacks okay. in the season, eight pass defenses. I think he's a disruptive DN. I think he's underappreciated. I think he should definitely get out of Cincinnati. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go with him. Carlos Dunlap for Cincinnati. He's come to the Bay Area. No, yeah. Okay, mine <laughs> actually was mine actually was Joe Mixon. I was thinking I Carlos respect Dunlap. That. I respect that. I just um, – I think he was uh, too quiet for my liking, especially for individual impact. I mean, mm-hmm. he was six in attempts with a terrible offensive line, and he still managed to, you know, mm-hmm. get 1,000 yards. And I think he really balled out versus um, Cleveland. I mean, it's mm-hmm. Cleveland, but good. I mean, he had two touchdowns, 162 yards on the ground. Uh, I give him props for that, yeah. so he was yeah. mine. So, um, let's go to, yeah, let's go to Cleveland then. Who was your MVP for Cleveland? All right, Cleveland, this time I'm going to go with the running back, Nick Chubb. Okay. Loved him. He is awesome. Phenomenal running back. I think he, too, should definitely get out of Cleveland. <laughs> um, but 1,400 yards in the season, eight TDs. Um, and I think that was even a little bit low for him. I expected a lot more from him. But, again, he's playing for Cleveland. Um, and I think that he was really the only true, like, solid, reliable offensive weapon um, that Baker Mayfield could rely on, that the coaches have could rely on. I think, yeah, Nick Chubb. I got to go with Odell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I would love it. <laughs> no, I also have Nick Chubb. I mean, shout out to the Bulldogs. I'm a big Georgia Bulldog fan. I mean, Baker had a terrible year. His completion went down. I think it was like 63 to 59%. Touchdowns 27 to 22. So and there was really nothing to work with on the offense. I mean, even Jarvis yeah. Nigel was getting double teamed. Uh, David Njoku got hurt. So, yeah, I mean, I give props to Nick Chubb. He really did carry that team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's go, to, uh, let's go to the Steel City. Who was your MVP? No-brainer, TJ Watt, 14 right. and a half sacks, eight pass defenses, two interceptions. He's mm-hmm. a DN, guys, okay? Eight pass defenses, two interceptions as a DN. Um, I think he is the most disrupt- one of the most underrated and disruptive DNs in the AFC. I am very sad when the Packers traded down, thinking that we're still going to get him, but we ended up skipping him. <laughs> um, I really wanted TJ Watt, you know. Um, I think right now he's coming up. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if he gets close to his brother's legacy. Um, he's definitely a baller. Well, I agree. I mean, this was an easy one, too. I mean, that was a team that struggled a lot with injuries. Um, I was tempted to put Minka Fitzpatrick, but 
I don't know. He didn't I, even I didn't... play for the Steelers the whole season. You can't put him as you know, he did. have somebody in there. Like, he, no, did. he didn't. Yeah, he did. I thought he traded. He I played he against us. He played against us in uh, Week Four. I thought he traded from he Miami. Would, he was on early. Miami to Pittsburgh. No, it was like beginning of the season. After Miami yeah. went zero and two, he's like, "This kind of sucks." Yeah, that's what it is. And he just jumped. But he still he, he didn't even play the whole season with Pittsburgh. No, I know, but he was impactful for them. I mean, he was number one. In I mean, he was impactful. Takeaways. No, but I mean, all I remember is my uh, boy Kyle Juszczyk giving him the truck button. As he was saying <laughs> that no, but um, yeah, no, yeah, TJ Watt was. It was an easy one. I, I personally, I, I would take him over JJ. Like, I wouldn't hesitate. Uh, you get him for sixteen games. For sixteen. I mean, games. that's true. I mean, but if you're going off a of talent alone, I would still take JJ Watt. Really. You know? I mean, if they're going to say, okay, you get one of these DNs for the whole season, of course I'm going to take J.J. Watt. T.J. No, I'm going to – no. Oh, it's T.J. It's not even close. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, J.J. Watt has, like, one knee. <laughs> T.J. Watt's healthy. I just said if you can get the DN for the whole season, who would you take? I'm taking J.J. T.J. <laughs> I'm still taking J.J. Anyway, all right, let's move on. What we're going next? Okay. Uh, we're going to go to the AFC East with the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills, future division champs. Uh, who's your MVP? <laughs> All right, for the runners-up of the AFC, we're going to definitely lose in Foxborough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Tredavious White. Mm-hmm. Six interceptions, 17 pa- 70 pass defendants. Um, he is probably the second-best corner in that division. I put him over Jamal Adams. Um, I wouldn't put him over the next guy that I'm going to mention. But he is definitely a lockdown corner. I think that he doesn't get as much as attention as he should. Uh, he's definitely up and coming. I wouldn't be surprised if he's top three next year. No, yeah, this was an easy one, too. I mean, I think he's very underrated, in fact. I know we got yeah. second team all pro, but I think I, we talked about this earlier with uh, Aaron Jones. It's because of the market he's in. You know, Buffalo's yeah. not a big city market like Dallas, L.A., mm-hmm. you know. So he's obviously not New York, so he's not going to get all that praise and hype. But, no, yeah, he, he quietly, like, eliminated one half of the field. So I think he's valuable <laughs> yeah. to the team. Uh, he's easily yeah. their best player. So, yeah, why don't you yeah. do this white? Let's go to uh, Miami. Who do you have for Miami? All right, this one was a tough one. <laughs> I like, I don't know. It wasn't Fitzmagic? <laughs> no. It was obviously Josh Rosen. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Devontae Parker. I was mm-hmm. always a fan of Parker. Nine TDs, and he's tied for fourth. Um, with that quota, he's got 1,200 yards on the season. Um, I think that he's definitely – He's a very talented receiver, and I think that he's definitely coming up. I think he's just got to get surrounded by the right people. And, yeah, Devontae Parker. I mean, no disagreement here. It was hard to, like, look around and say who would really give a team for his money. I, I was – I don't know. Fitzpatrick had some good moments, but even that wasn't, wasn't all that with interceptions. I, mm. I forgot. I didn't realize he was their leading rusher. Did you know that? Actually. Fitzpatrick was the, the Dolphins' leading rusher with 243 yards. That is terrible. What? <laughs> He's basically Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, no, Parker was easy. I mean, especially when he cooked Stephon Gilmore in that game at the yeah. end of the year. That was, that was crazy. I didn't see that coming. I honestly thought that it was going to be another, like, Amari Cooper case where, like, he gives up mm-hmm. and disappears and, like, kicks a Gatorade bucket. No, but, dude, he went off. 137 <laughs> yards, eight catches. Like, that, that was really impressive. So, yeah. I'm not going to spend too much time on New England. It was obviously Gilmore, right? I mean, that's – Yes, no, it's obviously Gilmore. Even though Brady, <laughs> Brady showed up. 
no, 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 no. Last throw as a Patriot was <laughs> a pick six. I love it. <laughs> uh, the ball was but no, just 20 interceptions. Or not 20 interceptions, excuse me. 20 pass defenses, six interceptions. Stephon Gilmore eliminated any side that he was on. He's a very versatile he cornerback. He um, yeah. he's, he's, he's a pro. Yeah, it's funny watching him in interviews, too. He's like the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. They're like, mm-hmm. wow, like, you really, like, shut it down. He's like, yeah. And like that's it. Like, that's it. Okay, Got for uh, the Jets, I'm sure you just, I'm sure you agree. Uh, Jamal Adams, it's no brainer. Yeah, Jamal no, Adams. No. Yeah, unfortunately, he's a Seahawk. God bless his soul. But he was first team <laughs> All Pro. Uh, you know, tied for a tackle for loss, quarterback hits. He he did it all this season, and I think that yeah. it's good to see him on a winning team. Unfortunately, that winning team is in my division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just want to say I love I love Jamal Adams. You know this. I I am totally Jamal Adams fan. I just want to say that <laughs> I know it's not a lot to say that he led and tied for first for a lot of the Jets stats, but six point half sacks is a safety. No, you know, with crazy. seven pass defenses, like tied for first for pass defenses on his team. That's he's an all around type of guy. He's he's an amazing safety. He's the sideline to sideline is outstanding. Yeah, he's no, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be a beast. For those of you out there, I'm more of a Derwin James guy, even though he plays for the unfortunate Los Angeles Chargers, but <laughs> this is my guy. Okay, let's go to the South. Who is your MVP for the Houston Texans? All right, the, you better know me. You know <laughs> I would take this guy. Anyone can come and tell me about it. I would take this guy over Patrick Mahomes, my boy, Deshaun Watson. All right, that game against Buffalo alone, I should have got him uh, – Definitely should have gotten the MVP for his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a leader. He's great on and off the field. Um, of course, 3,800 uh, passing yards, 26 TDs. I think it was five five interceptions, six yep. interceptions. Yep. Um, outstanding quarterback. Again, I would take this guy over Patrick Holmes. I think he's the more better all-around quarterback. Um, yeah. I mean, I was tempted to put DeAndre Hopkins, but none of that is even possible. None of his stats mm-hmm. were impossible without Deshaun Watson. I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. he had a crap offensive line, like, all year. Like, they just – it's it's the mm-hmm. Russell Wilson dilemma. He's so great, and they just never give him help. And then, yeah. you know, it's just, he was just a warrior in that wild card. I think we were talking about it earlier. I mean, that play when he just gets whacked twice and still mm-hmm. throws for a first down to take them. It, yeah, that, yeah, that was crazy. So, yeah, shout out to Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I would take mm-hmm. him over Mahomes. I, I definitely – I would definitely take him over, um, over uh, Lamar. Definitely over Lamar. Oh yeah. But but there are two other quarter. I would take Carson Wentz or Russell Wilson before I take Deshaun Watson. Okay, that that Wentz pick bothers me. We got to save that for a debate. Carson Wentz is a baller. I I would take Dak Prescott. You heard it here. Carson Carson Wentz Wentz is a baller. Dak Prescott is gonna. Be unemployed. Okay, so let's go to the <laughs> – all right, this is easy. Quentin Nelson was obviously the MVP for the Colts. Yes, he was. Thank you. I'm he so glad. <laughs> was a human bulldozer and eight Zero defenders alive. Zero I sacks wish, allowed. God, I wish he came to my team. I really wanted him in the draft. If he just had a good – quarterback like it don't matter if you allow zero sacks the ball doesn't reach the receiver <laughs> can you imagine him in a, in a place uh, like like uh seattle could you no imagine him with like an amazing and you expecting to say aaron Rodgers, but i'm not i'm gonna say could you imagine him with an amazing pocket passer drew Brees, tom brady matt ryan him with a pocket passer quarterback 
yeah. be deadly. Yeah, no, I know. I love I love him as a guy. Just ah, I don't know how he's going to do with Philip Rivers all season. I mean, Rivers isn't the worst, but he's not. I don't know. Never been like a top tier guy to me. Okay, let's go. That side, to, uh, that side arm of Rivers is probably going to hit Nelson in the back of the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably. I'm sure one of his 13 kids will catch it in the stands. Okay, let's go to <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your MVP for the Jags. All right, this one is a really, really, really hard one for me. It's Gardner Minshew. I'm joking. <laughs> Not do that. <laughs> for me, it was Josh Allen, linebacker, ten and a half sacks. I think it was a constant rock for them on defense. Um, yeah, it's really all I have to say about the previous Saxonville. This is where I disagree with you. This is the end of the what road. You got? What you got? Joe Burrow is the Tiger King. Gardner Minshew is the Jaguar King. Gardner <laughs> no! Minshew was my no. MVP for the Jaguars. No. Yeah, he no. was. Okay, he's a rookie. Okay, the, He's the only rookie to have 21 touchdowns, over 3,200 yards. That, that's a rookie record for the Jaguars. He's the first player in franchise history to have 200-plus games with a, with a passer rating of at least 95 in five consecutive games. And he's one of four quarterbacks in history with at least 20 touchdowns and less than six interceptions in a rookie year. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it to yeah. you. I'll give it to you because he's a rookie. But, again. Oh, he's the Jaguar king, dude. He is, like, he's going to take that team to the promised land. I don't think he is. <laughs> no, I don't think either. But he was just the MVP. I, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think he's. I don't think he's gonna have a starting job. He needs I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I, I, I just feel kind of bad. Like they got rid of Allen Robinson right as he was coming up, like at the mm-hmm. worst time. Because I, I really wanted Allen Robinson. I would have wanted to have. Him. I mean, hey, I made him MVP of the Bears. Yeah. See. Um, All right. So let's go to the Tennessee Titans. This was easy. Derrick Henry. It's obviously Derrick Henry. Moving Can't be on. We don't, need, we, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, that, that's, of a that's man set and done. The that's set in. All right, let's go to – all right, head out west. Probably the funnest right. game in the AFC, in my opinion. Let's go to the Broncos. Your MVP for the Broncos. You're going to hate me for this, but it's because I could not make up my mind. I am saying that I am tying the MVP between Philip Lindsay and Vaughn Miller. I think that they both had great seasons. I don't think any of them really outshined each other. Phil Lindsay was definitely the workhorse and the constant for the Broncos. I mean, 1,000 yards rushing, only seven TDs. Um, but, hey, I mean, when you have Joe Flacco as your quarterback, and do you know who Cortland Sutton is? I mean, I really don't. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Those I like three him. two options, and, and then you have uh, Philip Lindsay going in. And then, of course, you have the Beast, the Pro Bowler, Super Bowl MVP, Vaughn Miller. I think he had eight sacks on the season. Yep. Um, yeah, I gotta go with I gotta go with both of them. But if you had to if you had to ask me which one I would pick, I would probably go with Vaughn Miller. That's, I think that's, he's he's yeah. still a constant. Well, that's but pretty I, funny. I think Phil, yeah. I didn't have either of those guys as my MVP. No. It's Joe Flacco and Slack. No, no, no. We're <laughs> 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 gonna have a fight in the backyard. No, mine was Justin Simmons, uh, the safety. Okay, I mean, why? <laughs> Second in tackles, but he was a mile ahead of interceptions at four. 13 passes defended. Uh, he had a big interception against the Chargers. I forget which week it was, but it was a big interception. Pretender for almost 20 yards. And uh, three passes defended versus Houston. You know how good Deshaun Watson is. And against Kansas City, he had an interception on Mahomes and a pass defended. Uh, I know Von Miller is the superstar, but I feel like individually, to his respective position, Justin Simmons, I think. 
really shown this season. I mean, he, he balled out this season. I'll give a. I'll give him credit where credit's due. I would, I wouldn't mind Justin Simmons. I was upset when they let go of T.J. Ward like a couple years ago. I really wanted T.J. Ward. Okay, so we're not going to discuss Kansas City. It's obviously Patrick Mahomes, it's obviously who unfortunately had a great game in the Super Bowl. Whatever. Okay, um, <laughs> to the Raiders. But before we go to the Raiders, did you hear about that John Gruden story? What John Gruden story? He faked having coronavirus in a Zoom meeting to see how his players would react. And. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, why would you do it to your players? Like, oh, I mean, I'm, did, Vince I'm Lombardi, did Vince Lombardi have a quote that I missed where it's like, to build trust, pretend to have a fatal disease? I don't know. Maybe he said that. <laughs> Maybe he said that in 1923. I missed it. Okay. Who was oh, your MVP no. for the Raiders? For the Raiders, it's obviously Derek Carr, 4,000 yards on the season. Um, what stuck out to me is 70, 70% completions. That was more – than Aaron Rodgers. That's actually more than Patrick Mahomes. Um, again, I, I don't have anything against Derek Carr. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback for the Raiders, but he's definitely their starter. He's definitely the best that he's got, and he's definitely a leader. Um, yeah, enough said. Yeah, I had also had Derek Carr. I mean, he's the Carson Wentz of the AFC. Super under, underappreciated. I mean, fewest interceptions since his MVP season. He, uh, he had mm-hmm. six. I mean, it was a super good year. I just can't wait till he gets a defense because he yeah. can, he's a gunslinger. I mean, he was throwing for some yards against Green Bay. I mean, I know they were inflated because you got to play catch up, which means you have to bomb it. But I mean, that mm-hmm. defense couldn't stop anybody. And I just uh, – their pass defense is okay. Uh, their pass rush is all right. But that run defense is still atrocious. So, hopefully, Corey mm-hmm. Littleton will fix that. Okay. So, for the Chargers, <laughs> your MVP. So obviously Joey Bosa. Let's get that out of the way. Eleven point yep. eleven and a half sacks on the season. Just like his younger brother, he's a beast. Um, I think he should definitely get off of the Chargers. <laughs> but um, yeah, I got handed him Joey Bosa. Yeah, Easy I mean, one. wish he was in the Bay Area with his brother. That'd be awesome. I'm calling it next three <laughs> Super Bowls. No, but uh, yeah, he was the MVP. Um, Keenan Allen did great to me on tape, but when I actually looked at his numbers. It's kind of disappointing. Initially, I was going to put Keenan Allen because I was like, well, kind of carries his offense, but he only had two games over 100 mm-hmm. yards, and they were against Indiana and Houston. Not really great pass defenses. And after that, he was only averaging like 60 yards a game with like three touchdowns the rest of the season. Yeah. So that's that. So, yeah, I mean, Joey Bosa, he's the guy. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the recent signing of Everson Griffin to Dallas. Um, it's a one-year contract for $6 million total, $3 million in um, base salary. I don't know the three incentives. Your thoughts on this signing? I think Dallas got a steal. I'm not going to lie. I think they absolutely got a steal signing Griffin. I mean, now when you just look at the Dallas depth chart, like their their defense looks amazing on paper. I mean, you got Van Der Esch in the middle. You got Jalen Smith as on the wide linebacker. I mean, then you got Everson Griffin. But when you look at the Dallas like depth chart for the defense, they look stacked. You got Van Der Esch, you got Jalen Smith, Everson Griffin. Um, don't forget that you got Demarcus Lawrence still on the left, and now mm-hmm. you got Griffin on the right. I mean, they're they're defense is looking awesome. You know, oh. you still got Trevon Diggs, you got Xavier Woods. I think that they're really completing their defense well. Um, the one thing I like about this defense really is not a lot of people stand out. You know, it it almost reminds me of the Seahawks defense. You got a couple stars here and there, but they don't really outshine each other. I think that they're going to work really well together. Um, I think they're super balanced. I I think Dallas really made a great decision. Uh, I agree. I mean, this was a great signing for them. 
especially with, uh, I think it was a day ago, two days ago, Gerald McCoy's out for, with an ACL tear. Hopefully he mm-hmm. can heal up. I'm going to miss watching Gerald McCoy. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I mean, in 2019, he had an interception for 17 yards, two passes defended, eight mm-hmm. sacks, 24 quarterback hits, uh, 41 tackles. I mean, he did great. I thought mm-hmm. he was a, really a pinnacle on that, uh, that Vikings defense. The only problem that worries me about the Cowboys defense is just safety. I mean, I don't know how much I trust Xavier Woods. I trust Ha Clinton Dix, but I mean, if you look at this on paper, like you said, it is potentially a top 10 defense. I mean, last season in the games they lost, they were giving up about 23 points. In the games they won, it was 17. That's a big yeah. difference. Like, one touchdown can really swing a game. I think Dak Prescott's going to come to terms with the Cowboys. They're going to have a killer offense with C.D. Lamb uh, and Amari Cooper, along with Zeke in the backfield. I mean, you know, as we talk about, Zeke is the heart of that team. But, mm-hmm. yeah, this defense looks great. Hopefully they can perform. I, on paper right now, they're a top 10 defense to me. I don't know if they're top yeah. five yet just because they haven't played together, but – I wouldn't hesitate to put them at like maybe eight or nine for sure. So I did mm-hmm. like the signing with Griffin. Okay. Yeah. Next, George Kittle signed a five-year extension with San Francisco. This makes him the highest paid tight end in history. It's five years. 75 mil, right? Yeah, 75 mil, 30 at signing, 40 for injury. Your thoughts? Uh, it's hard because to me, Kittle definitely deserves it. Um, but again, I don't think that he is the best tight end in the league. I think Travis Kelsey is a more all around. He's better at pass blocking, better at run blocking. Um, I would say I think Travis Kelsey deserves to be the highest paid tight end in the league. Shout out to the Chiefs. Um, but I think Niners made the right decision. Kittle was definitely kind of the spirit of the offense at most times. I think that this contract is really buying the player and not just the position. I think they love George Kittle. I think he works really well in the offense. I think he has great chemistry with them. Yeah, I don't know if the money is uh, deserving to make him the highest paid <laughs> tight end, especially now that Gronk is back. But I think I think the 49ers made a move that they had to. We just won the NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew it was something crazy. We just <laughs> won the NFC West by signing oh. the most dual threat in the league, not named Christian McCaffrey. Shout out to the Panthers. Oh no, God. really. I can't wait, Jamal Adams, just to pick it off. He was right an all-pro, most yards in the first three seasons at 29.45, 13 yards after a catch last season behind Eckler McCaffrey, 13 yards after catches entering the NFL with 1,724 behind Kamara and McCaffrey. I mean, he's a stud. Run blocking, he'll chip, uh, he'll sell routes, he'll pull out, he'll lead block. We're the cha- I mean, I don't see with this roster how we can lose the West, okay? Like we have Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, right? Have you seen the Seahawks roster? <laughs> I have. That's why. Okay, we have Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He's only going to get better. I mean, in one full He'll year. He'll take starting, Russell Wilson. I would still take Russell Wilson. Super Bowl. And now I we get. still take Russell Wilson. We get to the running backs, Coleman, Jet, and Mostert. I mean, this, this offense in its purest form is Nate Diaz style, death by a thousand cuts, right? That's how we do it. <laughs> Keep applying pressure. And, like, I was thinking about this. And check it out. The 2019 MSC Championship between my 49ers and your Packers was literally UFC 196, okay? You have an explosive team who throws bombs, right, with a good reputation. That's Connor. That's Aaron Rodgers. Then you have a team who no one thought was going to be there, okay? No one expected Nate to fill in to fight Connor McGregor, right? And it's completely opposite styles. This constant pressure. And in the second round, after jabs and hooks and feigning have been leading, 
McGregor couldn't hang. In the same way in the championship, we just kept running the ball and running it, and pretty soon, Moster was scoring without getting touched. Green Bay couldn't hang. So I cannot. Uh, I'm sorry, Max offense. Kellerman. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I can't believe you're like comparing this to a fight like you did. Oh my goodness! All right. All right. Yeah, they couldn't hang. And then for wide receivers, we have Debo Samuel, Ayuk, Kendrick Bourne. Yak attack, as I always say. And then Kittle's just going to complete that with his blocking. He does it both. He lines up in as the fullback sometimes, like Kyle Juszczyk. And we also have the uh, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's going to fit in the offic perfectly. Really good hands. He's, I think he's more of a natural pass catcher than Kittle. Like, he's more of a Travis Kelsey type. Not the greatest blocker. Not the greatest at, like, you know, kicking out like a guard. But he, he has really good hands. And then we got that uh, tight end from Georgia. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Warner, really good blocking tight end. So... I'm really excited to see my team. We just locked up the West by signing George Kittle. That's all I can say. So I don't, I don't, I don't think you guys won the West, especially <laughs> with Debo Samuel injured. Um, oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. He's been posting progress videos. He's like running routes. Yeah, doing I don't think he's going to be in time to win the West, though. There right. was always time to win the West as long as number ten is on the field. Yeah, and I can say that exactly about a team up north and say as long as number three is on the field, there's always time to win the West. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just cannot okay. wait till Jordan Love comes in and just tears up the league and we go, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see Shanahan choke again because <laughs> it's so predictable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can probably predict when Shanahan's going to choke over when it's going to rain next. Oh, really? That's funny. Well, I can probably predict when Aaron Collarbone's going to give out before Aaron <laughs> Shanahan <laughs> chokes. All right. It's okay. <laughs> At least we're not Bears fans. There's always that to look forward to. Yep, yep, yep. Could be worse. You could be wearing a Wednesday jersey. I mean, it is kind of worse when you drop a little one, but... <laughs> the hate is unreal. All right, that's a wrap. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We really appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast. If you disagree with anything, feel free to drop a comment. Thanks again for tuning in to First Team Bench. <laughs>